0: Oh, hello. This is our first podcast episode. We're so excited. Thank you guys for listening. And yeah, let's, let's get this rolling. Yeah, rolling.
1: This is loud.
0: And louder with, with Holly and, and Misha. Misha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I know this is weird, but when I was younger, I literally thought that you could get pregnant from like finger stuff. <laughs>
1: How? How (laughs) I don't know. I was
0: just... I you know, I did some things and then I was late on my period and I was like, am I pregnant? And yeah, then I learned that 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 was impossible.
1: Okay. I I mean, I can't judge that because I definitely believe some wacky things. Um, I used to think that a blowjob was when you... Put a penis in your mouth and you blew as hard as you could. But <laughs> <That's laughs> that like sound enjoyable. Whistle or something. And yeah, I was like, "Who would want their penis blown?" Like, I don't understand that.
0: Little did you know. Um, but my,
1: my friends educated me on that. Um, I was like sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Late bloomer over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely prude. I was definitely prude. <laughs> well, what? Check this out. While 37 states require abstinence be included in sexual education, only 18 states require educators to also include information about birth control.
1: Wait, what?
0: Yeah. So this is what we're going to be talking about this episode, sex education.
1: So I grew up in a super like conservative religious family Mm -hmm. um but i was so curious about sex like (laughs) from the age of like four like nudity in movies always fascinated me yep yep. titanic was my favorite movie and my mom would cover my eyes during like (laughs) the naked painting part but i could still watch through the slits of her fingers (laughs) and it stirred something up in me how old were
0: you when that came out i think i
1: was Seven or eight?
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember going and seeing that with my dad sitting next to me in the theaters. And I was so embarrassed, but I also enjoyed it as well. So that was weird. It's a beautiful piece of art.
1: But like, yeah, I was always interested in nudity. My... Family told me, like, later in life that they were kind of worried about how interested I was in, like, (laughs) sexual things. But little did they know, I was going to grow up to be a big prude, so it's fine. woo Um, But, yeah, I, like, at the age of six, I kept asking my mom to tell me what sex was. Oh, my God. And I kept guessing and being wrong. I mean, (laughs) I I just thought it was, like, kissing naked. Yeah. And that's what the movies did. Yeah. Um, But... She said she would tell me when I was 8. Like, when I turned 8, I was like, Okay, Mom, I'm 8, you have to tell me. And she's like, Oh, you've been thinking about this for two years and you didn't forget like I thought you would. She, I appreciate, was really good about being pretty technical. Like, the penis goes in the vagina. And then, like, sperm does this. And, like, it was pretty good. But she definitely didn't talk about too many other details because I was only 8. And, like... There was definitely a huge emphasis on sex being beautiful under the umbrella of marriage. Got it. That was a common phrase. The umbrella. The umbrella of Why marriage. Why an umbrella? I
0: don't, I don't know. It's not even completely closed. Like things can still <laughs> go, get under an umbrella.
1: That's <laughs> um, I mean, to this day, I've heard the umbrella of marriage said so many times, um, but. Then I remember like being so like feeling so cool that I knew what sex was, and then my older sister was like, "Well, that's not all people do." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's and my mom was like, "Heather, don't say anything." And and then again for years I was no. like, "What else what do, do people not do?" No, I was like, D- "Do guys kiss boobs?" <laughs> and my sister was like, "Well, yeah, but that's not." It. And my mom was always like, "Heather, stop!" But Heather's I wanted like, to know so but bad. But wait,
0: there's more. <laughs> and she just loved
1: holding that information over me. Um. I feel like I didn't talk about stuff too much with my dad. Definitely with some of my older siblings, like the more graphic details. But overall, I feel like I didn't know much. Like, I didn't know what masturbation was till I was, like, 14, I think. Oh, honey. They referenced it on an episode of House. Oh, my God. I asked my mom what that meant. Yeah, I Did was she pretty lie? sheltered. <laughs> no, but it was taught as something that was, like, very sinful and wrong and, like, should yeah. not be done. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> so,
1: basically... There's a lot of, like, shame around sex growing up, and, like, it's supposed to magically go away when you get married, but I think for me and my older sister, it didn't, and, like, it's such a weird feeling to feel guilty, like, having sex with your spouse. Right. So, you know, there's a lot I had That's to work deep. out with That's my deep. therapist, but what did your parents, like, what was
0: your talk? Um, I never had a talk. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was wrong. Um, I, the only thing I really remember being young was going to my junior prom and before leaving with my boyfriend, and probably like a year or two by then, my mom going. So I know that kids think that they have to do certain things when they're at prom, but. You know, you don't have to, you don't, don't feel pressured to do something in in my head. I'm like, first of all, mom, I know, you know, I'm having sex by now because that was one of the problems with my mom's parenting. Sometimes it's like, she did not call me out, but I knew she knew who her daughter was. (laughs) So it was just kind of like, thanks mom. All right. See you later. And then I had sex in the truck. Later that night, so didn't really work. But so
1: basically, like our teen years were exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. Except not except at all. for not at all.
0: Except for your mom at eight told you about penises going into vaginas, and mine didn't. And yeah, I definitely didn't have any talk with my dad. I remember the only time birth control got brought up, I was like a junior in college, and my mom was like, "You are on birth control, right?" And my dad was like, "Nah, nah, nah. I don't." Nah. And I was like, yeah, I am. That was it. I had nothing. Dang. So I just learned from, uh, experience, I guess, experience from friends. And
1: I feel like parents gotta have, they gotta have some sort of talk or or we're going to find out through other sources. Well, and
0: you're lucky because you were just so bold that you're like, I want to know. But a lot of kids are like, I want to know, but I definitely don't want to talk to my parents about that. And I always wanted to have like an older sister to talk to about things because I was just kind of out there. So yeah. Yeah deep
1: so based off of my google searching there are three main types of programs that schools use for sex education okay. um we all know about abstinence only also called abstinence only until marriage
0: the umbrella of marriage
1: yeah <laughs> um taught by mary poppins herself <laughs> um that program is the worse Whick. when it comes to preventing teen pregnancy and teens getting STDs and STIs, yep. um, then there's Abstinence Plus where they emphasize like obviously the only sure way to be safe from pregnancy and STDs is abstinence, right. but they will also teach teenagers about different types of birth controls, how to use them, Okay. so it's kind of a balance. Okay. And then the last one is Comprehensive, which obviously mentions abstinence, but there's not a focus on it. Okay. They also talk about all the different kinds of birth controls. They also mention, like, the LGBTQ communi- community and what it's like to identify as that. Okay. Um, which is interesting because I didn't even realize that that's not common.
0: Yeah, no, that's pretty, ugh, that, I don't like that. And based off of some other Google searches, <laughs> we found out that seven southern states either prohibit sex education from discussing or even answering questions about the LGBTQ identities and relationships or actually require sex education to frame LGBTQ identities and relationships negatively, which is just awful. Like yeah. How is that helping any child? or sad. You know, that sucks. It really. Which, is.
1: if you do identify as being part of the LGBTQ community, I think that's just promoting secrecy. Yeah, totally. And then also, like, it's more dangerous because if you're not prepared and you don't know about, like, the safe safety precautions, you're more likely to get, yeah, um, yeah STDs, STIs, etc. And um, I didn't even write down the stats for this, but I was even finding that some states, like, won't teach or just don't teach about like hiv oh my god and it's like this is
0: 2020 i was just my mind was blown was it just about like crabs because like (laughs) (laughs) that's all i think of when i think of like high school was like crabs and the clap the clap no one wanted the clap everyone got the clap though (laughs) (laughs) did you
1: ever have slideshows on big screen like projectors yeah I like to this day remember seeing genitals that oh we're we're just gross
0: oh my god I totally forgot I remember
1: like my face getting hot and like I felt nauseous oh
0: that was so bad I mean I guess it works to an extent of extent where it scares the crap out of you but just also like really descriptive pictures (laughs) rough ugh but yeah I mean so like going to school because that's what we all do going to school. With sex ed, I remember... I mean, I remember fifth grade was when we learned about the reproductive system. So that wasn't really sex ed, but it was still, like, the portioning class where we're all giggling. And also, like, my fifth grade teacher was also my friend's mom. So we were all just, like, in there, like, laughing. But also, like, super embarrassed that her mom was talking to us about vaginas and titties. Or, sorry, breasts. Um, But titties is
1: this (laughs) scientific term. Yeah, titties.
0: Tits, teets, you know. Um, But, yeah, then... I remember junior high is really when I remember it more, be, like being more extensive. And I guess if I were to look at what type of program, I think we did had comprehensive. I don't think I really remember it driving into abstinence. I do know that they were saying the only sure way that you can't have, you know, that you can't get pregnant or get STD is through abstinence. But that's kind of like obvious, a right? Yeah. So I think that we did get a like. I, now, what's interesting is. You know when you're in high school it's not like they can talk about the positives of sex because that's you know like that's just like yeah yeah guys like it's really good it's a lot of fun you're gonna thoroughly enjoy yourself like no they're not gonna do they don't need they they, they don't need to do that but like it was good to be able to learn about things and like have discussions whether really also it's kind of like looking back i don't know how much i learned the only things i do really remember is std talking and yeah Oh, my God, in the video of the birth. like I, I still don't oh, know why. Oh, gosh. They even showed us that. Like It, it was just traumatizing. And Seriously. to this day, I'm still... that thing's. My kids are not coming out of there. I, <laughs> nope. We'll see, but... I, I'm going to mm, hold you to that. Nope. We'll nope. see where you're at I love my years. vagina. I don't want it to change.
1: Okay, and also, though, interesting to point out, you went to school in Oak Park, Illinois, right? Yep. So it is a more, like, liberal community. Definitely more liberal. Okay. Yeah. See, and, I mean, classic that we had opposite experiences because I went to elementary school in Johnston, Iowa, but then, um, finished fifth grade and up, th- uh, through college in Phoenix, Arizona. Gotcha. So in Phoenix, Arizona, like it was definitely absence only. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: um, I did not know how to use a condom, which you did the banana thing, Oh yeah, right? they
0: definitely did the banana and okay. putting the condom on the banana for sure.
1: Like when I saw that in a movie once, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that <laughs> the school in this movie did that. Yep. Like to me, that was so like bad. But I mean, we might have had an abstinence plus program, but I know that... My mom took me out of school a couple times wow. when they were going to play certain videos and, like, you had to get parental permission. And, like, to this day, I'm not totally sure what those were. Well,
0: what's interesting is the fact that your school obviously knew that parents wanted to do that. Because otherwise, how would your parents even know the curriculum of a day-to-day right. for that class? So they knew that there were going to be parents that would be mad and probably cause issues if they right. didn't know what was going on. That's crazy. So
1: I'm assuming it was an abstinence plus program, but I only got exposed to the abstinence side. Yeah, damn. Um, I mean, and so, I mean, I wasn't sexually active until like my last half of college, but like at that point I didn't know anything about birth control. And You're like, is, where does this go? I mean, it's a miracle I don't have a six- to 10 year old child right now. <laughs> so we've learned from our parents, we've learned yep. from our peers, we've learned from school. Yep. What the hell do we do with all of this? Like,
0: oh, yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, I don't have any kids yet, but I hopefully will sometime soon. And I just think that. I've always said that I want to be a parent that that makes sure that their kids are comfortable speaking with them Mm. and not being judged and that's easy to say I know that like (laughs) when my daughter comes up to me and says what's a blowjob first of all I'll probably laugh internally and be like what is wrong with this child second of all I'll probably be like that is my child and then third of (laughs) all like you know, it's, I feel like, just like what you said before, like, you gotta be honest and be able to have conversations with us now because I'd rather them ask me questions and I'm uncomfortable than them learn these things that are incorrect and then they're uncomfortable about their sexuality, you know? Yeah.
1: I definitely want to make sure they don't feel as much, like, shame and guilt yeah. around sex because, yeah. like I said before, like, that shit sticks with you. Yeah. And it's hard to shake off. And, yeah. like... That can present problems in a lot of ways, so I I want to make sure my kids obviously are like safe yeah, and healthy, totally, and also that they don't feel pressure to do or not to do anything. Yeah,
0: um, so I think that's a big thing when it comes to teenage girls. You know, it's like the pressure to, and it sucks. I mean, the pressure to go along with something that you might not be comfortable about, but then you're worried about what others will say. And then uh, you're the prude of the school. You know I mean? Like now thinking about now, it's like, fuck everybody. Like do you, you know? And I think the difference, one of, one of the many differences between us is you were (laughs) prude and I was not. And even, (laughs) even in high school, I remember saying like, this is shit's unfair that like me as a girl, as a woman um, is open about, sexuality and 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 because of that you're putting yourself out there to be judged as a yeah. slut or a hoe where these guys right. are going around doing five times as much as you and they're looked as like gods Kings because you of, know, it's like yeah. forget that. So yeah, I, I think definitely empowering, especially if it's a daughter, you know, like if it's a son I might Send him over to my man for that. I mean, I you no, know, too... I don't. I, not that I'll be like, don't ask me that, but right. maybe short answers and then go over to wit. Like, you know, yeah. you need to have a talk with your son.
1: I mean, also, I think, like, I remember being a teenager and being so much. I mean, it was gross and weird either way. But like, I thought it was so much creepier to hear it from the opposite gender totally. parent. Totally. And of course, like, I want an open door. Like, if my son asks me something, to right. just like be real. But yeah, I think like. The talk yeah. will come from Aaron. Yeah. Um, also, something that I didn't mention, and I won't go into too much, but, like, my family has this tradition of when you're 13, my dad takes you to a public place. He makes you agree to not have sex until you're married. He also started, like, tagging on, like, no drugs or alcohol ever in your life. A and full purity. I was like, i mm, I'm gonna <laughs> drink champagne at my wedding, dad. Like, <laughs> even when I was 13, I knew that. And, and then some more stuff. But, like, um... But the problem is like there was so much emphasis and then you got like, I got a necklace, my siblings got like a ring or a watch, mm-hmm. but if you lost your virginity, like you had to give that back and you had to tell them and like that conversation was so uncomfortable and like I just remember feeling like, oh I have to like, like, my worth is in my purity right. and in having to give you back this really expensive jewelry. I am giving up my own worth as well and like the symbolism there like I just talked about this with my little sister recently and we were like damn we didn't even realize like how much value we were putting in our purity especially as women and it's like I I appreciate that like my dad wanted the best for us and he wanted to protect our hearts and our bodies but like I'm not gonna do that with my kids like I do not want to have like that symbolism that you have to then give back
0: right um, the, the fact ugh. that, can we also talk about how Holly is a very honest person because she actually told them. <laughs> you, I did. Yeah.
1: Well, I lost
0: it, right? I, okay. So I physically
1: lost the pendant to my necklace two weeks before I actually lost my virginity and I was freaking <laughs> out. I was crying. I felt so bad cause I had like real diamonds on it and I wore that thing every day. I felt it burn into my chest when I messed around with Aaron <laughs> and then I kind of felt like a little bit that it wow. was gone so then two weeks later I was like well you know but then my dad was like oh I'm gonna get you a new one don't worry about it and I was like dad don't do that like I don't <laughs> deserve
0: bold. it and I told
1: him and my parents are divorced so I had to have that conversation twice because oh then I, I felt like I had to tell my mom and it was so uncomfortable I was 19 years old and my mom's conversation went in a completely different direction, where she just went on this rant about like whether you're married or not, like don't ever have anal sex because it's an abomination. <laughs> so cool, cool,
0: cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. This is where I come from. Do you think there was a reason why he would take you guys to a public space? It's so that we wouldn't leave, like we couldn't. Oh, oh my god! Like we
1: couldn't escape the conversation.
0: Stop.
1: But I also was excited to be at my favorite Chinese restaurant. <laughs> um.
0: It's no longer open, unfortunately, but... So egg rolls equal no dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that's... And for the longest time, I was like, I'm going to do the same thing with my kids. This is a tradition that I love. And then as an adult, I was like, this is actually, like, a pretty toxic message to be sending. And I did appreciate that my dad at least, like, did the same thing with my brothers because I know some families that only do that with their daughters. Right. And that's just not fair. Yeah. Like, hold your daughters and sons to the same standard, but let that standard not be, like, based out of shame and guilt, but right. just, like, hey, like, no means no. Right. And, like, you know, all the things that we already mentioned.
0: Yeah. That's 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 <sighs> that's a powerful story. I just love that you physically and literally lost your virginity with the two weeks. Purity gone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I could have told you that seven years. Before. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Seven years. I'm bad at math. Don't, <laughs> don't hold me to that number. I Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, <laughs> if you made it this far, thank you. Seriously. Um, there we- is way more to come.
1: Oh, more than you even <laughs> know. And, I mean... Even from episode one, we're sharing things where I'm like, didn't know I was gonna say that.
0: <laughs> Oversharing is one of our powers. So.
1: But I hope you learned something. I hope you felt maybe
0: liberated, even. Yes.
1: And if you're a parent, you know, do some research, really think twice about how you're gonna have these conversations with your
0: kids. Yeah, because I mean, it's really, I think it's definitely worth a discussion. I think. We can't just throw it under the rug and just hope for the best when it comes yeah. to kids and sex because it happens. And whether parents want to pretend like it's not going to, it does.
1: Yeah. Teens are horny. Yeah. Man.
0: Make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast. Also, check us out on Instagram. Our handle is Loud and Louder Podcast.
1: And please give us any and all feedback. We would really appreciate it. You can do that through our Instagram or email us. Our email is loudandlouderpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be rolling out new episodes every other Thursday. So check out episode two on August 20th.
0: Oh, yeah. Get excited. Bye. Bye.